You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to a Christian Speak Talk Radio. Amen. I'm Reverend Ray. Amen. And this is His Abounding Grace from Minister Vanessa Williams. Amen. We're about to get started in a few minutes. Amen. She had a top, her topic today is In My Father's Arms. Amen. It's a brand new broadcast, a brand new me- message from her and everything. So we're excited about the message and what God's going to do on In My Father's Arms. Amen. I want to remind you of our weekly broadcast of of, of, of His Abounding Graces every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Amen. Declaring the finished work for Reverend Pat Randall is Thursday at 12 noon. Friday night draw with Reverend Ray and friends is 7 at 7 p.m. Every Friday, Bread of Life with Reverend Ray is Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. Amen. It's every first Monday of the month at 7 um, seven p.m. Amen. 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 Um, was I uh, okay? The bold and the beautiful with Reverend Novita Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham. It's every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain. It's every third Monday of the month. Amen. At 7. Did I say 7 a.m.? I mean 7 p.m. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's 7 p.m. Adoration is at 7 p.m. every third Monday of the month. Marriage Takeover, the body of one, Reverend. Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson say every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Amen. We do a midday a prayer called Midday Glory Prayer. That's every Wednesday, amen, at 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. Amen. Uh, amen. This is a free conference called Number. We're excited about uh, what Reverend Gwen has been doing. This has been doing it for a couple of years now. Amen. The total free the number is Free conference call number is 641-715-3580. The SS code is 732-499. Amen. Now, I'm really, really excited about a broadcast that we have that's coming up on this Sunday. Amen. That's premiered this Sunday called uh, R3 or Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk or Previous R3. Amen. This is the a broadcast that's geared uh, for men and and for men to talk about the the, the issues that the men face and uh, about family and relationships and uh, how uh, even relationship with our God and struggles that we deal with. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm glad and excited about the brothers that I will have with me hosting. Uh, the broadcast is um, Elston Green, Reverend Elston Green, uh, Reverend Cleophus Malone, um, Minister Antonio, Antonio Mitchell, and myself. But we, 
decided that we're going to not do titles. We're just doing first name. Amen. We just wanted to be uh, a blessing. Now, these are all ministers of the gospel. We're going to be a blessing. We want to be transparent um, to, to the, the listeners, to the men and the young men. This is for the young as well as for the old. And uh, what we're doing with it is we're going across. Uh, we have, In fact, we have one more brother that we can probably add to the mix. So, but what we're trying to do here is just talk, man. You know, real life, real men, real talk. What are the issues? What are we facing? I mean, what's what are you, you know, what 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 are you going? On? What's going on in your relationship? Your different relationship with your son, your daughter, your your wife, your your mother, even your father. A lot of the men that I know, a lot of men have father issues and stuff like that. Uh, father wasn't there. Um, that's me. And father wasn't there in their life. So we want to talk about those things. We want to talk about uh, masturbation and uh, we want to talk about pornography and these type of things that uh, that are in. That not only in the in the world, but also is in the body of Christ. Okay, that are going on in the body. We want to talk about these things, you know, and everything. And yeah, we'll probably throw in some sports in there somewhere down the line because guess what? I'm a cowboy fan, so we'll throw all that in. Yeah, but we'll keep it entire back, of course, all back into a relationship with Christ because everything is about Him anyway. But we need to be able to be transparent and to talk about these things. Amen. So that will take place on this Sunday, amen, October the 14th at 7 p.m. And it will be every every second Sunday of the month, amen, at 7 p.m. So we're excited about what God's going to do. We'll have different guests come on and talk a little bit. And uh, we'll pick different topics and we'll go from there. Amen. Amen. I do also remind, want to remind you real quick that One Christian Speak Talk Radio is a nonprofit organization. Amen. We are listed as a 501c3 company and under our RRS. Um, Okay, so if you have you like to donate into the ministry, you can do so. We do we'll send out your papers so you can file for tax purposes. You can do so by going to winchristmaspeak.com and clicking on the donate now button. Now button, we appreciate whatever you're giving, whether it's five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred, thousand dollars, whatever. Uh, this ministry is a ministry of love. Everybody that we have brought on is 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 is, is the idea is is to pursue and to push the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. But also to to not only to edify the body, you know, or to encourage the body, to exalt the body, but to also to talk about the issues that the body is facing. Amen. Whether it's be health and whether it be finance or whatever the case might be. So we are excited about what God is going to do with that. Amen. So let's go ahead and get started with Minister Renasta Williams. Her message today is in my father's um I'll see you in a little bit. Well hello and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This evening I would like to just share a few words of encouragement with you from a message titled In My Father's Arms. In my father's arms. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, Lord God. Thanking you, Lord God, for just being so real in our lives. Thanking you, Father, for your grace and for your mercy. Father, we ask you to touch our hearts and our minds right now. And God, if there be anything that's not pleasing to you, Father, 
We ask you to forgive us right now, please, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness, Lord God, because you said if we come to you, Lord God, with repentant hearts, that you would forgive us if we ask, Father. And we thank you for that and we claim your forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I ask that you allow these few words to uh, minister to someone, Lord God, that they would be encouraged, that they would provide comfort, Lord God, that they would remind them that you are always with them and that they're never alone, Father. We thank you for your word because you said in your word when it goes forth, it would never return unto you void. So we thank you for that promise. We claim it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, in my Father's arms. You see, I know and I agree that it's a cold, dark, weary world we live in today. There's so much bad reports going on. There's so much going on. We can, If we're not careful, we can easily get into a depressed state of being. I mean, you turn on the news and there's just one thing after another and hardly any good news is out there in this weary world we live in today. But we can and we will, of course, um, be okay because if you take comfort in the arms of our Father, we're talking about our Heavenly Father, then you won't be so caught off guard when some of these things happen. So for the next few minutes or so, I'd like to um, begin talking with you about the secure comfort feeling of being in my father's arms. I personalize that. My father's arms. In my father's arms, we can rest from all of our disappointments. We can rest from all of our pain. We can rest from all of our suffering and even from all of our fear. For in our father's arms, there is eternal love, joy, peace, safety, and trust. I want to go back a little bit and talk about my father's house before we really um, delve more into what it really means to be in my father's arms. So let's go to John, the 14th chapter of John, where we see here Jesus is speaking, and here Jesus is comforting his disciples. Jesus starts off with the 14th chapter, and the first verse says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believed in God. And then he says, Believe also in me. The verse 2 says, And my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to be with me that you would be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Here Jesus had just finished having supper with his disciples, his beloved disciples who he spent days and nights with he had just told Judas this was the one who was going to betray him he had just told Judas to do whatever you got to do and do it quickly so now Jesus knowing that his earthly time with his beloved disciples was coming to an end for you see Jesus knew what he was about to do he knew that he was headed to that old rugged cross he knew that he was preparing his disciples for a temporary separation. So here Jesus was explaining to them that he had to go away, but that it was necessary in order for him to prepare a place for them. And he tells them that he didn't want them to worry. He was trying to reassure them that it was already all right. And just as these words were meant to comfort his disciples when he knew he had to leave them, these words are still words of comfort to us today, words to reassure us. Words to strengthen us, words to encourage us, words to remind us that Jesus is the same yesterday, 
today and forever. Let not your heart be troubled, for I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to my Father's house. These are words to live by, Jesus' words. You see, God, our Heavenly Father, the creator of everything, the one who shaped the entire universe by simply speaking, let there be, the one who knew us even before we were born, the one who breathed the very life into us, he knows everything about everything about what you're going through at this very moment. You see, these scriptures let us know that we have hope, great expectation that our Father is preparing a place for us to be with Him in all eternity. And therefore, this hope that lies within us affirms that we can live a victorious life right here, right here on earth, if we're wrapped in His loving arms. God loves us so much. Go over to John, the sixth. Fifth, the third chapter of John, the 16th verse, is a very, very familiar passage of Scripture. John 3.16, you probably can say it with me. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. That's love. Do you believe this? Do you believe that God extended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, his son Jesus died on the cross for us. You see, Jesus has gone away to prepare a heavenly home for us, for those who accept him as Savior. In my Father's house, he says, are many mansions. In my Father's house are many mansions. These mansions are a prepared place for a prepared people. Are you prepared to spend eternity with Jesus? If not, you can and should prepare at this to spend this time with Jesus at this very moment. So if you haven't accepted him as your Savior, I got good news for you. It's not too late. If you're hearing this message, it is not too late. Right now, Jesus stands ready with open arms to welcome you home. If you're not saved, if you've not repented of your sins and accepted Jesus into your heart, if you have not 100% sure you're not let me back up. If you are not 100% sure that you will spend eternity in heaven right now, I want you to listen very closely before I go even further with this message. You see, nobody can save you but Jesus. You've got to trust him today. The word of God lets us know that there is only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. For John 14 and 6 says, Jesus says unto him, I am the way the truth and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts, the fourth chapter in the twelfth verse says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So I ask you this question, are you saved? Are you born again? Have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is Lord? You see, Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. First thing you need to do is admit that you are a sinner. Romans 3, 10 says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. So, yes, I'm speaking to you. I'm not speaking to someone else out there I am speaking to you if you are already saved praise God you are already my brother or my sister if you are not saved 
The word of God in Romans 3.10 says, As it, it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. So you need to be willing to turn from your sin. That is, you need to be willing to repent. Then you need to believe that Jesus Christ died for you, that he was buried, and that he rose from the dead. You see, Romans 10.10 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then through prayer, it's so simple. You just got to believe these words. Just all you need to do is invite Jesus to come into your life to become your personal Savior. For Romans 10.13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So again, before I go on with this message, telling you more about what it means to be in my Father's house, if you're not saved, pause wherever you are right now and say this prayer with me. You can even repeat it after me. Dear God, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died for my sin. I am willing to turn from my sin. So I now invite Christ to come into my heart and life as my personal Savior. Amen. If you sincerely just did that, if you truly trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, guess what? You have begun a wonderful new life in him. And now you've got to get a good Bible where you can study it every day to get to know him better and better and better. Talk to God in prayer. And then tell somebody else about him. Don't be afraid to tell somebody else about this love that, you, that has been extended to you. For if you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as Savior, not only can you have the assurance that he is now preparing a place for you, you can have the assurance that there is rest in our Father's arms. You can have the assurance that there is restoration in our Father's arms. You can have the assurance that there is comfort and unspeakable joy in our Father's arms. I'm talking about my Father's arms. I'm talking about your Father's arms. And that's why I want to encourage you this evening. That's why I want to remind you. You see, we're talking about Jesus who knows all, sees all, hears all. Jesus who loves us so very much and he cares for us so unconditionally. Just as he knew the emotions his disciples were feeling when he had to leave them um, temporarily, he knows whatever trials, whatever temptations, whatever troubles, heartaches, or disappointments you may be going through right now. And he wants these words to encourage you right now as you rest in his arms. You see, Psalms 9th chapter and the ninth verse tells us that the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. So yes, why a lot of stuff might be going on in the world today. Jesus doesn't want you to um, keep your mind, your eyes on the world. He wants you to focus on him. He doesn't want you to be oppressed. And you go to him and be in his arms in the times of trouble. He will comfort you. God who knows about each and every one of us. Loves us and cares for us more than we will ever, ever realize. For those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ into our hearts, we don't have to wait until we get to heaven to experience all the wonderful things that our Father has in store for us. Because he's given us his beautiful fruit of his spirit, we can live in victory right now, resting in our Father's arms. Right now, here on earth, he wants us to live in victory. Let's think about this. In my Father's arms, there is love. For love is the greatest thing that God has given us. 
and it covers a multitude of faults. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We can't even wrap our arms and our minds around the depth and breadth of God's love. This type of love we're talking about, we can only imagine. In my Father's arms there is peace. Jesus tells us in John 14th chapter in the 27th verse, and Jesus is speaking here, and he says, Peace, I leave with you, my peace, I give unto you not as the world giveth give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We're talking about resting in our Father's arms. For in my Father's arms there is joy. John 15th, 11th, 15th chapter, 11th verse, Jesus says, These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. That means complete. In my Father's arms there is protection. Proverbs 18th chapter and the 10th verse says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs to it and is safe. You see, in my Father's arms there is safety. And there is no fear, for perfect love casts out fear. You see, Jesus knows that our life on this earth will not always be filled with happy times. He knows that into each of our lives a little rain must fall sometime. He knows that our road will get rough and rocky sometimes. And he knows that we won't always understand why certain things happen to the people we love or even to us. And so here in these scriptures we read earlier, in his ever tender way as he comforted his disciples, he wants to comfort us. He wants to encourage us. He wants to let us know that through his son Jesus Christ that he cares for us. And does not want our hearts to be troubled. God wants us to know that through his son Jesus Christ. He cares for us. And does not want our hearts to be troubled. He wants you to know that there is safety and security in the arms of Jesus. He wants you to know that there is comfort and serenity in his arms. He wants you to know that there is peace that surpasses all understanding. All wrapped up in the everlasting arms of our father. But he's asking you to do something. He's asking you to simply trust him and obey. He's saying, if you, Jesus is saying, if you believe in God my Father, the very one who gave you life, the very one who searches you and knows your down city and your uprising, that can be found in Psalms 139. If you believe in God the Father, the very one who sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins, if you believe in God Almighty, the very one who could even make the winds obey, then please, 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 take it one step further. Believe also in me, Jesus is saying. Believe also in me. Jesus goes on to reassure, reassure his disciples that if you just believe in him, if you just trust him, everything is going to be all right. And Jesus is reminding us today, is encouraging us today through his words. So I tell you, keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't look to the left and don't look to the right. Keep your eyes on Jesus, for everything will be all right. You see, sometimes it may appear that God is asleep when you're going through stuff. But how many know that our God never sleeps? He knows all things, for he is an all-knowing, an all-knowing, all, all all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful God. All we need to do is ask him to embrace us with the spirit of peace. Even in the midst of the storm, yes, in our Father's arms, there is peace. Even in the midst of the raging storm. But how many know that sometimes 
Just sometimes God wants us to go through the storm so that we can come out victorious and have a testimony that will encourage somebody else. You see, in order to have a testimony, you got to have a test. You got to have a test. John 16th chapter in the 33rd verse says, These things I have spoken unto you. This is Jesus speaking. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Thank you, Lord. Just rest in Jesus, for he is the God of peace. Rest in him just like a child rests in his mother's arms. You can rest in our father's arms, and you can be confident that he knows and he cares, truly cares for you. Do you sometimes find yourself in this situation that when you're going through a trial, it appears to surround you? Do you get troubled by the fact that it does not appear that Jesus is even aware of your situation? Do you find yourself questioning God, wondering, God, where are you? When Jesus speaks, even the elements have to obey him. What about you? Are you listening when he speaks to you in that quiet voice, when he tries to quiet your spirit? And when he says, peace, be still. I want you to think about that for a minute. Peace, be still. Mm. If you believe that God will keep you in perfect peace, if you keep your mind stayed on him, why do you despair? Why do you despair? Just trust him. For he will keep you in perfect peace, even during your worst season. In my father's arms, there is comfort. You know, one day a songwriter picked up a pen and wrote these words, a very, very old song. And I just want to repeat the words because I believe it will comfort you somehow. The song goes something like this. I've had many tears and sorrow. There have been questions for tomorrow. There have been times I've felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, those precious lonely hours, Jesus lets me know that I am his own. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. So I thank God for the mountains. And I thank God for the valleys. And I thank God for the things he's brought me through. For had it not been for the problem, how would I know? He could solve them. How would I know what faith in his word would do? Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in him. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. That's a very, very old song. I remember it when I was growing up. And it still rings true today. So just rest in my father's arms. Lean on him, not to your own understanding. Proverbs third chapter third chapter fifth and the sixth verse says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. See, I don't understand what's going on right now, God, but I'm going to trust you. I don't understand why my body's racked with pain sometimes, God, but I'm going to trust you. I don't understand, Lord God, why my bank account looks so low right now. But, Father, I'm going to trust you. 
I don't understand, Lord God, why I'm going through all these things. But God, I'm going to trust you. I don't understand, Lord God, why my friends have turned their back on me. But God, I'm going to trust you. I don't understand, Lord God, why I'm getting such a bad report. But God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you, Father. I'm going to trust you, Father, when it doesn't make sense to trust you. I'm going to trust you, Father, because you said in your word to trust you with all my heart, lean not to my own understanding, but in all my ways acknowledge you because you are directing my path. I'm going to trust you, Father. Oh, Lord, help my unbelief, Lord God. Help me, Father, to lean on you more. Help me, Father, not to go into my own mind, but help me, Father, to focus on you. Help me, Father, to take not to take my eyes off you, Lord God. Help me, Father, to focus on you, Lord God. Yes, for moments such as these through it all, Jesus wants us to simply trust him, to believe him when he tells us that he would never, ever leave us alone. Trust him when he tells you that he will bring you through. Trust him. Just remember those past times when he brought you through before. Remember what he done before you in the past. He's the same God. He's the same God. He changed his not. He can do it like he did it before. He can do it again. Trust God, for he is God of all gods. You see, in my Father's arms, there is peace. Matthews 11th chapter and the 28th verse, Jesus says, Come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. In my Father's arms, even weary has to take a back seat. For Jesus tells us in the 10th chapter of Matthew that we shouldn't even worry about tomorrow, for he would take care of us. Just like he takes care of the birds that fly around so freely and the grass that comes and goes, Jesus loves us so much because we were created in God's own image. How much more would he take care of us? Oh, little children, he says, don't fret. Don't worry about tomorrow, for I got tomorrow. I know what tomorrow holds. I just want you to rest in my arms. You see, in spite of sadness, in spite of a difficult season, remember God is yet faithful. The God who promised is yet faithful. He said, I will never leave you, even in your darkest hours. And I'm here to tell you, my brother, my sister, you can rest on that promise. For he is a God who is faithful concerning his promise. God is a God who cannot lie. He cannot lie. For he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. But praise God, he can change the hearts and minds of people. So why is it important to remember that he cannot break his promise? Why is it so important to remember that if he said he would never leave you, he won't? Why is it so important to remember that you can rest in him, that he would take care of you? Why is it so important to trust in him with all your heart and not get so bad, bogged down with the cares of this world? Because, 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 because there is going to come a time when all you will truly be able to do is depend on his word. And that's why it's so important to study his word. The word of God says, hide his word. Hide his word. Because there's going to come a time when you're going to need to depend upon his word. There's going to come a time without a shadow of a doubt that it's going to be so re- important to remember his, his word. He says, I go to my father's house to prepare a place for you. And I will come again to bring you to myself. Jesus promised us that in my Father's arms. In my Father's arms. In my Father's arms. You may be going through a grieving period right now. But it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, my sister. You may think all is lost. You may think all your friends are gone. You may think... 
your heart is breaking into pieces. I'm here to remind you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to reassure you that Jesus is the God of restoration, that Jesus will never, ever leave you. For after the benediction, after the crowds have left, after you return to your home, after that bad relationship has ended, after all is said and done, there is going to come a time when you get to yourself. And that moment of truth will come when sorrow tries to overtake you, when sorrow tries to overshadow everything else. But when this happens, if you trust him, if you depend on his word, if you hide his word in your heart, you remember this, that God is yet faithful and true and that his word is forever settled in heaven. Some of you may even have recently experienced the death of a loved one. And I don't count that lightly. You may be still reeling from the grief and the pain of the passing of a loved one. The word of God lets us know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. That's a promise. Shall doesn't mean might. It doesn't mean maybe. It shall means it shall. It will happen. Weeping may endure for a night. That's your season. But joy shall come in the morning. That's your victory. And that's a promise. So in the midst of your weeping, in the midst of your heartache, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your moment, my sister, you can rest assured. Rest assured, my brother, that although in your light it may seem a little cloudy right now, the sun is still shining. It's just hidden by the clouds. Get this. The dark clouds will slowly separate and the sun will shine through. And when the sun breaks through the dark clouds, it will bring memories of laughter, memories of happiness, memories of joking, memories of good times. Memories will always remain with you and every once in a while you will be reminded of those happy times you shared with your loved ones. It might be the tune of a special song and you'll find yourself down memory lane. It might be a simple smell as you enter into a room that serves as a gentle reminder. It might be a place or a scene that you visit when you will be reminded of a time spent with that loved one. That's okay because Jesus in the midst of all says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you always. You see, you might not see that Jesus is still with you. You might not feel that he's still with you. Sometimes you might not even think it. But guess what? Don't go by what you think. Don't go by what you think. Every once in a while, I believe you will feel a tug at your heart. That's at your spirit. And you'll be reassured that you are not alone, that Jesus has not left you. For if you believe in him, if you truly believe in him, his spirit will always remain. His spirit will always remain. One of my favorite stories, and I don't even know where I heard it from, but it was years and years ago. There was a man sitting on a bench in a park, and he was watching this young boy. And this little boy was just roll, going around and around in a circle like something was on his hand, like he was holding something up with his hand. And the man just watched the little boy. He was so happy, just going around and around and around, looking up, up towards the sky. And the little boy, the man finally can't hold it to himself in long. He says, little fella, what's that you got going on over there? What's that you got going on? What are you doing? You seem so fascinated by whatever you're doing. And the little boy says, I'm just flying my kite. I'm just flying my kite. And the man looks up and he sees no kite. He looks at the boy and the boy doesn't understand why the man is looking so confused. And the man says, 
little boy, fella, I'm sorry, but I don't see anything up there. I don't see a kite up there. Well, the little boy replies, well, I know it's there. You may not see it. I know it's there. For you see, every now and then, I feel a little tug on my hand. And that lets me know that my kite hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there. I love that story because that story reminds me that you might not always feel that Jesus is there. You might not always see that he's there. You might not always believe, um, think in your mind because of so many uh, spider webs in your mind. But every once in a while, he's going to send a breath of fresh air your way. Every once in a while, I believe he's going to breathe a fresh anointing upon you. Every once in a while, he's going to send somebody your way to gently remind you through thought, word, or deed that Jesus is still there. And that's going to be that little tug. And that's going to be that little tug. So I thank God. The weeping may endure for a night, but joy, sweet joy, shall come in the morning. And when your morning comes, that's when your sorrow will cease. That's when your joy will come. Remember, even in the midst of your sorrow, in spite of everything, you can still say, I can trust him because I'm in my father's arms. You see, in his love, his love goes on and on and on. And the miracles he's performed in my life before reminds me, that he did it before, he'll do it again. That if he did it before, he'll do it again. So I just want to encourage you again. Will you truly rest in him and let him carry the load? Will you thank God for precious memories? If you can say yes to all of these things, you won't need to worry about what's going to happen after the benediction. You won't have to worry about tomorrow. You will draw strength from the one who is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You will draw strength from Jesus' words when he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. And you can truly do this only by abiding in him and allowing his word to abide in you. Now, you can't truly have this joy and peace that I've been talking about if you don't have Jesus in your life, as I mentioned to you earlier, because Jesus is the, is the very personification of joy and peace. And he wants to be a part of your life today, not just today, but every day. So I hope and truly believe that you will take these words to heart and accept him if you haven't already. Don't wait until tomorrow, my friend. People are dying and leaving this world every day. Tomorrow is not promised. So before I end this, please listen very carefully to the follow-on scripture. As I started off by telling you in John 14th chapter, Jesus was saying, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may be also where I am. You know the way to the place I am going. Then then there's a, um, a disciple called Thomas. Thomas turns to Jesus after Jesus is telling him these things. And Thomas, after all this time he's spent with Jesus, he says, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and how can we know the way? Man, this must have saddened my Jesus. This must have made him so hard, so um, heartbroken, because he'd been with his beloved disciples for all these days and nights and they've seen him perform so many miracles they've seen him do so many things they've seen him walk on water they've seen him feed the multitude of people with uh, fish and bread they've seen all these things and yet he tells them that I'm coming back again 
Dalton Thomas says, Lord, where are you going? Jesus says to him, I am the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So family and friends, as I end tonight, if you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, I'm talking about heartfelt confession, please do so. Please do so. Go back and listen to this message. But remember that God wants you. He loves you. He wants you to abide in Him and allow His words to abide in you. He wants to be in your arms. He wants to be in your arms. Just like Jesus said in John's 11th chapter, He wants you to be in His arms. He wants you to rest in Him. In John 11th chapter, Jesus um, talking to Mary. This is the sister of Lazarus. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, he shall yet live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? That's what he asked Martha. He wants you to believe this now. Then you can rest in your father's arms. For despair, fear, loneliness, disappointment, hopelessness, these things may touch us in difficult times, in dry seasons, in tough surroundings, but nothing touches us without God's knowledge. Nothing touches us without God's approval. Nothing touches us without God's ability to intervene. For God truly is our refuge in the midst of it all. And you can take courage. You can take comfort. You can take refuge in my Father's arms. In my Father's arms. And then he will become your Father too. Will you allow him to be your Father? Will you rest in him? Let's go to God in prayer right now as we close out. Lord, we thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for these words that you have given me to share with my brothers and sisters, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you remind me as you remind them, Lord God, that we're never alone. I thank you, Father, for your faithfulness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, how you swoop me up, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that I can rest in your arms and lean not to my own understanding. I thank you, Lord God, that you love me so much that you gave your only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. I thank you, Father, for doing that. Lord God. I thank you, Father, for being so real in my life. And Lord God, I believe that this word that you've given me, Lord God, has gone out, Lord God, and touched somebody somewhere, Lord God. That somebody somewhere, Lord God, would never be the same. I believe, trust, and obey you, Lord God, that you've given, and you've given me these words, Lord God, to share, Lord God, that to somebody, Lord God, that may be going through someone, that we may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning, that you will comfort them with these words, Father. I thank you, Lord God, that you will comfort them with your word, Lord God. Lord, it's not about me, Lord God. It's all about you, Lord God. So, Lord, please, Lord God, let them know that it's you, Lord God, that you get all the honor, glory, and praise, because you and you alone are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, I pray. Lift your name on high. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. What an awesome word. Thank you, Minister Ben. In my Father's arm, amen, you'll be able to listen to this message, amen, by Minister Ben in a few minutes, right? Praise God. Um, on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker dot com amen amen so we're excited about what god is 
is doing. Amen. What an awesome word. I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm waiting for part two. I know there's some more to that to come. Amen. So we bless God for the great message. We pray that it has been a blessing. Amen. If you ever desire to get in contact with Minister Van or myself, you can do so by going to when Christians speak at gmail.com or or send us a message through our social media. Facebook page on When Christmas Speak. Let her know, amen, that you heard this word, this word and, and give us a response, amen. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and um, um, play the, the final commercials and everything and sign up. Thank you for listening. Amen. God bless you. And know that we love you. This is Reverend Ray on His Abounding Grace with Mrs. Vanessa Williams in my Father's um Be blessed. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Marriage Take Over over the body of one.
Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. 